This is Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 1. I'm James Eke. So you want to be a martial artist. You started training in the martial arts, you have your uniform, your cool new gloves, maybe even paid money and now wander around with your latest belt ranking around your waist. You're a card-carrying martial artist, right? Well, what does the membership card say? Unfortunately, the simple truth is that really becoming a martial artist, like the meaning of the name, means becoming an artist where your inspiration and your art form is the expression of what you really are through combat and movement. Unlike what many people may think and what your instructor may lead you to believe, becoming a martial artist is a lot more hard work and takes more time than most of us ever put into it, and more than what most are willing to give. The meaning of Kung Fu or Gung Fu is hard work over a long period of time. And long time as in the old school version of it, as in decades or lifetime. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I have a black belt. I'm a martial artist. You hear disgruntled new black belt's voice screaming out. Sorry, friend. Like one of my first sensei once said to us when we were training, when you get a black belt, it's just the beginning. Now you've shown the world you're ready to start to learn your art. This idea of just starting is something I have held close to and is something that has come up and over and over and has been perfected the most by my teacher, Gurudan Osanto, who's long taught that this idea of beginner mind is something to be cultivated and embraced. Actually, he's taken the idea of being a lifelong student of the martial arts to new heights by always actively training with other instructors and arts and even started studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu when he was in his 60s. This student of the martial arts perspective is key if you want to truly know as a martial artist and push past any limitations of self or style. Each of us has endless potential. You can only really tap into that when you start to empty your cup and move on in training and in life in a consistent and constant manner. So how do you become a real martial artist? Well, like a Zen master would probably say, you have to stop trying to be one. It's going to take sweat and hard work. It's going to take sore muscles and more than a few bumps and bruises. It's going to take an endless dedication to getting better, not only at the things that you're good at, but working even harder at those you're not so good at. It's going to take time, it's going to take patience, and it's going to take more time, and it takes showing up. Is it worth it? (laughs) You better believe it's worth it. The martial arts have this way of completely changing your life and in many ways. It makes you a better person in so many ways it's hard to realize it sometimes. If you're looking for advice in the martial arts, I'd have to say this. Train hard, but have fun. If your training is a chore and you think to yourself that you'd rather be doing anything but this, then you need to give what you're doing a hard look. Despite the hard work and the tough lessons we sometimes learn, training the martial arts should be something that we look forward to and that we love, not something that we cringe at and think that our time could be better spent doing something else. The next thing, maybe the most important thing, is to find a teacher and to find a system that inspires you. 
A martial arts instructor is just a person like you. But try to find one that makes you yearn for more, inspires you to reach your full potential, and challenges you to be better. So that's the beginning of my first book. It's called Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. Published it a a couple years ago. Um, Since then, I've written a couple more things, some that aren't published yet and some that are. And uh, what we're going to do with this podcast is we're going to go over my book, mostly so you get to know who I am and what this podcast is about. But we're also going to look into other martial artists, other martial arts, other books. We're going to look at this warrior's way and basically kind of expand upon the book that I wrote and this martial arts thing that some of us do. So before I do that, though, being that this is episode one, I should probably introduce myself. I'm James Eek, and uh, I've been doing the martial arts for about 38 years, if you can imagine. I don't realize it most of the time, to be honest with you. Time kind of flies. But I started when I was a child doing judo, and uh, I have studied with some of the great martial artists over the years. I wrote about a lot of this in in Warrior's Way, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. But uh, suffice it to say, I've trained with a lot of different people in a lot of different things. I'm uh, a certified instructor under Gurudan Inosanto. Um, I actively teach in my school here in Victoria, BC, Canada. And I teach a whole bunch of different martial arts. We'll just leave it at that for right now. So what I'd like to do now is I'm going to just bring up some some thoughts and we can go from there. If you are listening to this and you have any questions yourself, please send them on and you know I'll do my best to get to them and we can add those in to the podcast. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is why you should train in the martial arts. I hear this having my own school quite a bit. You know, people send me messages and ask me about signing Johnny or Jill or themselves up for martial arts. And some people on first glance at the martial arts think that it's about fighting. And uh, while we would be naive to say that it's not about fighting, the reality is, is that martial arts is about a whole lot more. It's about the cultivation of a part of you that most of us don't even realize is there. It's about becoming the best you. Now, if uh, you've read my bio at all, you know that I spent a a little while in the army. And uh, there used to be a slogan that was, be all that you can be in the army. And the martial arts is kind of like that it helps to tap into something that's inside of us. And it helps with our training to somehow, through this physical thing, through this thing that on the surface seems about, you know, sometimes about beating up someone else or getting beaten up, or other times seems about doing a whole lot of (laughs) push-ups. The reality is, is that it's about being all that you can be. The martial arts, if you are taught the proper way, should make you a better person. Um, and that's a, 
a pretty powerful thing when you think about it. Sure, in this day and age, a lot of us like to be led to believe that we're all just perfect how we are. That's a nice way to think, but the reality is we can all do better. We can all be healthier. We can all be more fit. We can all be kinder. We can be better friends. We can be better parents, better everything. And the martial arts helps us to do that. So the next thing is what martial art should you train in? Now that is a big can of worms. There are probably as many martial arts as you can count. And I've studied a lot of them. My instructor, Gurudan, has studied even more of them. Um, And I think that's a good way to look at it. You should try, if you can, to study a lot of different things. Imagine if in life all you did was learn one thing. You went to school and you were taught mathematics. And that's all that you learned. So you didn't learn to dress yourself. You didn't learn to brush your teeth. You didn't learn to drive, how to write sentences, how to use a computer or anything else. The martial arts is kind of like that. So if, say, you you know study this system, we'll just say call it System A. System A may be really good at a f- bunch of things. It probably is really good at a bunch of things. But imagine that you never get to experience thing B and thing C and thing D and E and F and G. (laughs) There's a whole lot of things that you can do. What I would say to people is try as many things as you can. That said, I also think that there are certain things that you should do. I think that if you can and there's a good school, you should study jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu, I came into later in my life. My first martial art was judo, so it's very similar. And when I started training in jiu-jitsu in my early 40s, I really kind of felt like I came home. And that was a good feeling. It almost felt in a lot of ways like coming full circle. And uh, I kind of liked that, you know, being... A mature adult now and having been doing the martial arts for so long when I came to jujitsu I felt like I did when I was a child first starting in the martial arts and that was a great feeling you know and even though I you know have all these teaching certificates and belt black belts and all these other things putting on that white belt and going back at this jujitsu thing it was really it was really powerful for me and i've seen the power that jujitsu has jujitsu unlike a lot of martial arts that tries to water things down in this day and age jujitsu can't and doesn't so it's hard really hard and unlike some places where you know you can go and you train for a few months and you get a new belt and (laughs) you have a black belt before you know it Jiu-jitsu is a very long path. It takes at, well, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't say at least, it's a minimum of 10 years to get your black belt for most people. So it, it that really means that it's likely longer. And 10 years is a long time for a lot of people. 
Um, but that's good. It teaches you patience. It teaches you what training is really about. And it teaches you to let your ego go away. And I think that that is a very valuable lesson. What you end up training in jiu-jitsu for is for all the other things that make it so great. But what else should you train in? So you got jiu-jitsu now. Well, you need a striking system. So if you live in a place where there's lots of things to choose from, choose a few and see what works best for you. What else do you need? Well, you need a weapon system. I personally like the Filipino martial arts that I've learned through Gurudan. Um, they are ubiquitous. They are everything and anything and everywhere. And I think that is a very good way to look at martial arts, life, and everything else. I think you need a, a system that has some kind of trapping in it as well. And trapping is kind of like what you do in that in-between stage where you were punching and kicking, but you're not quite grappling. So you need something to fill in those blanks too. So there you go. Think about the striking, punching and kicking. Think about weapons. Think about trapping. And think about your grappling. And then... You know, if you're lucky enough to find a good school, stick with it. And get good at a whole bunch of things. Don't just stick with math. <laughs> so what do you do if there isn't a good school nearby? And, you know, I've lived in a lot of places, and sometimes you live in places where there isn't a school. So, you know, we're very lucky in this day and age that we have all this access to information, right? You can find just about anything on the internet. You can find this podcast on the internet. But that doesn't mean you want to learn a martial art on the internet. What you can do, though, is you can find aspects of it and start training yourself. In my book, Warrior's Way, I, I wrote about this. And even before I started training in the martial arts, when I was probably... Well, it was so long ago now, but it was probably when I was between 9 and 10, I was training myself. It's probably the reason why my parents put me into the martial arts, to be honest, because I was, you know, being a typical young boy, doing <laughs> what I was trying to do in teaching myself martial arts during that, you know, ninja craze that was going on. Um... And I'm kind of glad that I started off that way because I actually started that process by reading. I read everything that this martial artist in California by the name of Dan Inosanto was writing. You know, back then, little would I know that he would eventually become my main teacher in my life. But I read everything. I read everything I could find. I cleaned out the libraries. I would sit in the bookstores. I would buy any book or beg my parents to buy me any book usually um, that I could find on martial arts. And I trained myself. I spent a lot of time doing a lot of crazy things that uh, I thought was what it took to be a martial artist. Nowadays, things like Box jumps. I was doing that onto bales of hay, <laughs> um, you know, and various other things. 
Maybe on another podcast, we'll talk about some of that. So be responsible for your own training. And I would say as well that in your training, don't just rely on your teacher and your school, even if you've got the best teacher on the planet. That's because your training is your responsibility and where you go with it is your responsibility. If you take a kind of laid back, whatever kind of view to it, that's what you're going to get. So if you're creative, if you're aggressive, if you're, you know, putting it out there and want to become the best you that you can be, your training is going to become everything that you do. It's going to be everything from getting up early in the morning to sit and learn to meditate or breathe. It's going to be getting up early and going to the gym. It's going to be eating healthy. It's going to be reading and filling your mind with cool and new things. So the next thing that I should probably talk about as I'm getting down that rabbit hole is um, something that I hear quite a lot. I get emails from people that they want to start martial arts and, you know, do I have some suggestions of what they can do to get into shape so that they can train? And I will tell you what I tell them, and that is to simply train. Don't worry about being in better shape so you can train. The martial arts will bring that into your life. If you're not in the best shape, believe me, you'll be in better shape once you start training. If you could get in better shape, then actively go after that, but still get into the dojo and do stuff. And that's so key. Training is not just about doing jujitsu. It's not just about doing Kali or Jeet Kune Do or Taekwondo or Karate or Aikido or whatever. Your, your training is everything that you do. It's what you think. It's how you feel. It's all the different aspects of yourself. And I think that's a key thing to keep in mind in life. Don't just expect that your training is going to do it for you. You have to be your training. So there you go. Just a few things to get started here. The intent for the future podcasts for Warrior's Way podcast is going to be, like I said, to let you know a little bit more about me and the stuff that I do, of course. Um, and the stuff that I've done. So we'll work away at Warrior's Way, um, maybe eventually get into my more recent book, A Wolf in the Woods. Um, but we're going to also take a look at different martial arts and different martial arts teachers and masters. We're going to look at ways that we can get more fit, how we can get more out of our lives, how we can be more happy, uh, we're going to try to make ourselves better. At my school, what I like to say is that teaching my students is one thing, right? And we have a whole lot of students from a whole lot of different ways of life um, who have different aspirations for their martial arts. And that's okay. What I want to do, though, 
is I want to not only make their lives better through their training, but I want to create a community of leaders. Because you know what? At the end of the day, uh, a martial art, if all it produces is a fighter, that's not really giving back anything. But if we can become better people first, and then leaders of our community and of our families, of our work environments, if we can become, even in small ways, an inspiration to others, then that's giving back something. That's creating something. And that's what I want. And that's what I'd like to see from the podcast. So what we'll try to do is, you know, nurture and inspire these things a little bit more. So Warrior's Way podcast, it's not just about martial arts. It's going to be about life. It's about taking the best ideas of the martial arts and living a more engaged and a more vibrant life. My jiu-jitsu teacher, Professor Jean-Jacques Machado, he says that the true jiu-jitsu takes place not on the mats, but off of them. And I really love that. You know, on the mats, you're rolling around with people, you know, but there's more. There's a whole lot more. And training just lays the groundwork for creating an amazing life. So there you go. That's episode number one. I'm not going to go any more down the, <laughs> the road of this right now. But we'll come back to it in episode two. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Warrior's Way and maybe a few other things. Well, most likely a few other things. And we'll grow from there. I hope you enjoyed listening. If you are at all interested in my books, um, again, my name is James Eek. And I'm the author of Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. Um, it was published a couple of years ago. You can pick up a copy on Amazon. Or you can get it on uh, ebooks as well, on the uh, Kindle and on the Kobo. Uh, I also have a journal that goes along with this Warrior's Way book, so it's a companion piece, I guess, to help track your training. And we'll probably talk about that as well, because it's not just blank pages. It, it has a, a formula to it to get the most out of your training. And I also more recently wrote another book called A Wolf in the Woods, Combat Essentials for the Martial Artists. And that one goes into a, a pretty interesting episode that happened in my life where I actually had to fight off a wolf, if you can imagine, and how that one thing kind of led me to change the way I, I view not just the martial arts, but the way I teach, the way I train, the way I do, I do everything. And with that hook in the mouth, because <laughs> I doubt that you expected me to talk about being attacked and fighting off a wolf, I'm going to leave it there. So I'm James Eek. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and train hard and have some fun. <laughs>